You're listening to Soul Work with San, where we believe your soul is worth the work. I'm your host, San, and this is a bonus episode I've been wanting to do for a while now. The past two episodes on truth and lies, they've really challenged me to look into some areas where we sometimes withhold the full truth from others and ourselves. One of the biggest areas is parenting. But let's tell it today. You ready? Let's work. How have you been? How is your soul? I'm praying that all is well with you, and I'm grateful to God that I can say it will be well for me. I don't know, fam. I don't know. Anybody else feeling like you're in a stretching season? Like you're making crucial and critical changes, whether it be to your daily routine or your business or perhaps some relationships? It's it's almost tangible, the wind of change and transition that's in the air, right? Like there is a legit shift occurring. And I'm not just talking about the change of seasons, though, hey, fall, we love you around these parts. Apple spice me. Keep that pumpkin away. I'll take the apple, though. <laughs> but for real, beyond that, I know I can't be the only one that is sensing the urgency for preparation and the careful diligence needed to be consistent in this season. Like it's wildly uncomfortable and yet at times it feels just like home. Like it's exactly where you're supposed to be. Now fam, if that's you, take heart. You are not alone. That's for sure. It's a strange and new place to be in, but he qualified you to be there and he'll be with you through it. And we will be too. Now change is awkward because it disrupts what's comfortable And it disorients you into finding new ground to walk into. And sometimes new people to do that with. But press on anyway. Onwards. That's what I always say. This week, I learned up close that you can miss a thing or a person or even a group of people and that dynamic. And you can still move forward with joy. Like you can remember without pining for your past. And you can dare to reimagine your future, even in the face of uncertainty. Because this is the gift of grace at work. And that's what we walk in heavy in today. Okay? And speaking of today and of grace, we're pivoting our combo into parenthood. Because I think that can really be the bedrock and source for some of our deepest soul work. Fam, let's keep it a buck parenting or caregiving because you do not have to birth a child to parent a child. It is some of the most rewarding work that we could ever do. The opportunity to shape a young mind or help mold the character of a kid, it is nothing less than a privilege, full stop. And some of your deepest laughter, your greatest joys, and your most favorite memories of your life will come from doing life with your children. But we still keeping it a buck, right? Because in that same spirit, as some of the preachers would say, fam, some of your deepest pain, your greatest tears, and your most enraging memories will also come from doing life with your children. 
the parents willing to tell the truth on this one, they're listening right now and nodding in agreement right now, right now. Parenting is wild. It's an adventure. It's a gift. And sometimes it's a punch in the gut. Now we know there's no hood like the parenthood. And we're about to get into three truths that'll encourage you to keep on keeping on. Let's get into it. Now, before I get into number one, I'm just saying that I had to do this episode too, because when you ask people about parenting, a lot of times they're going to just tell you the great, wonderful, fun parts. Oh, I remember when I was pregnant with my firstborn and I kept hearing people say like, oh, as soon as that baby comes out, you won't even feel the pain. Yes, the contractions are hard and labor is tough, but when you look on that baby, you won't feel the pain. And I remember having my kid, it might've been my third kid, And I remember looking at her and going, I still feel the pain, Pastor Kearney. What is it? Somebody, somebody's lying. Why y'all not telling the truth about parenting? And so that's really the goal of this episode. Some parts are going to be light and funny because that's a part of parenting. There is, I don't know of a time that I've laughed more since having my children. But then other parts, we've got to tell the truth, fam. I'm telling you, I have a renewed passion of not just exposing and uncovering. That's not the goal of finding the truth, but really looking at what Jesus said. He said it when you walk in truth, when you live in truth, it'll do what? It'll make you free. And I think there's a lot of parents that are so isolated and feel lonely because we've been telling lies about the truth of what it takes to be a parent. On that note, here's number one. Here's the truth. Parenting is expensive. That's the truth in three words. Parenting is expensive. And let me clarify, I don't just mean financially. As a matter of fact, I'm hardly talking about money in this context. Let me tell you what I mean. Parenting, it's going to cost you. Sometimes it'll be your very last nerve. Sometimes it'll be your sleep. Sometimes it'll be your peace. But it's costly and often in the best of ways. Fam, can I can I get real on this show with you and share with you one of my biggest parenting fears? Thank you. My biggest one of, it's not the only, but it's a big concern for me that all of the sacrifice, the effort, and the cost of everything will just be dismissed or not even acknowledged. Like fam, all that it takes, really think about it in your own relationship with your kids. All that it takes and all it will take to get your kids established emotionally, spiritually, socially, financially, all of that comes at a cost to you. It just does. Now, I don't mean that all of parenting or the process of raising children is hard and burdensome. That's not what I'm saying. But we know on this show that excellence is expensive. Yes. So how much more raising stable and healthy children in our current culture? Yeah, fam, that's coming at a cost. Because here's what that looks like. Sometimes saying yes to your kids will mean saying no to your desires, your hobbies, your screen time, and your free time. Sometimes saying yes to your kids means saying no to silence so that you can listen to grade school drama to and from the entire ride to school. 
Now, why you can't put a price tag on that particularly, you can still feel the pinch of being spent. And what if you do all of that heavy lifting emotionally, mentally, spiritually, all of that praying, all of that effort, and your kid turns around 15, 20 years later and says something like, I didn't ask for you to do all of that. Or worse, they don't even acknowledge or appreciate your efforts at all. woo <laughs> Y'all would have to come get me. I'm telling you right now, you'd have to come get me. Now, I know I'm very aware in this moment, my kids, all of my kids are 10 and under. So I know I'm overthinking it. And we do work on gratitude. That's a real big thing, not just towards me and Rue, but also in general, we are very, very heavy on manners. Man, I'm Jamaican. So what do we always say? Manas do to dog. If you can say good morning to your pet, you better say good morning to your neighbor. Anyway, I know I'm overthinking it, but I'm just sharing where I am because we're in the thick of paying the cost, if you will, in parenting. And every once in a while, I'll be honest with you, I have to intentionally stop myself from wondering if years down the road, they'll notice all of the effort. Now, here's the truth on that. Truthfully, it doesn't matter because God sees it and he knows it. And it's not my job to helicopter the seeds of effort and cost for my kids. It is my job to sow those seeds and trust the one who gives the increase. So all that to say, I'm so working over here too. Y'all don't get it twisted. But that tension of relaxed intentionality that's required to parent well, ooh-wee, please, quick, quick, somebody write the manual on that, okay? I got 10 copies on it, period. I just, I need it. <laughs> Let's get to number two. Number two, you have to be what you want to see. You cannot just tell your kids what to do. You got to be what you want to see. What's the other way that they say that, right? More is caught than taught. Now, Rue's granny, she has this saying that has stayed with me since I first heard her say it years ago. She says, mold the clay while it's wet. In other words, do the heavy lifting of guiding and instructing your kid while they're young. Because when they get older, what's in them is what'll set. Now, hear me healthily. This is not me saying that people can't change or make any kind of transformation efforts in their adulthood. But what it does mean is that we have this opportunity. It's a legit, time-sensitive opportunity. While our kids are young, we can set them up to be successful in their character and otherwise. Why don't we do that as early as possible? Frederick Douglass, he has this popular quote, and that sums it up perfectly. It's this. It is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. So what does that look like? Communicating, setting realistic expectations, and having a whole lot of patience is key here. Patience. The biggest help for me when I'm ready to get hot with one of my kids is when the Lord reminds me of my own waywardness or shows me the trait that I'm ready to punish them for that's first found in me. Here's what I mean. An example, my five-year-old, she is curious and opinionated. And any of my dear friends listening, hush, don't say a word right now. <laughs> she, But my five-year-old, she'll ask you a question, you'll answer her, and then she'll tell you that you're wrong. 
Now, there are moments where I'm legit ready to be like, child, why would you ask me? But before I say something sarcastic or roll my eyes, the Holy Ghost will roll back the curtain of memory and remind me of my own teenage and short-lived college years. That's not a coincidence, fam. That little girl got that honest. (laughs) I was terrible back then. Now, while I do thank God for change, and so does Rufus Pope, I can't punish her for being the old me when God's response towards that me was patience. Fam, you'd be surprised. Sometimes your best form of discipline is patience. Fight the urge to fight and let time do its job. Because time, it's forming them and us. It's forming you. So we don't have to take their behavior so personal. They're figuring stuff out just like we are. And usually, typically, not always, but typically, they don't have the same tools. They don't have as many tools as we do. So the onus is on us to heal and be whole and use our tools and teach them how to have tools as well. So let patience have its perfect work, will you? Here's a quote I found on parenting in this regard, and it was really dope. Andy Smithson, he says this, The sign of great parenting is not the child's behavior. The sign of truly great parenting is the parent's behavior. Fam, be what you want to see. Let's get to number three. Oh, were those bars? Perhaps. Okay, let's let's stay focused on. Here we go. Number three. Flaws and all, you are your kid's superhero. So what you may be beating yourself up about, your kid doesn't even notice. They just want you. I found a quote from Barbara Johnson and she said it like this. To be in your kid's memories tomorrow, you have to be in their lives today. Say la sugar. Now, I've mentioned before that with the kids, we try and do 15 minutes at night. So like right after the other three are put to bed, I'll take one once or twice per week and we'll get another 15 minutes of just quality time. You, I always start it with, so what do you want to talk about? And that's the whole thing. Um, fam, let me not hold you, okay? At least once a week, I'm trying <laughs> to figure out a rescheduling tactic because mama is tired, Or I'd rather just, you know, do something else. But my kids, they love it. And they will remind me of it. Literally, as soon as dinner's done, it's like, Mom, is it my night for 15 minutes? Oh, Jesus. But that time, especially my oldest, that time with her is one of her favorite times of the day. That's according to her. And as much as it may be inconvenient to me, it's the reminder that I need to know that our kids, they want time with us they want quality time with us they want to feel heard and be known by us like sometimes we see ourselves through our insecurities and our kids they see us through their love for us we're looking through two different lenses fam and they're not the same so we don't have to parent from a place of guilt because it doesn't serve the relationship did you miss out on parts or even most of their childhood okay Make consistent effort, repent, and keep trying. Did you make a big parenting mistake? Well, apologize and keep trying. Did you say something mean out of your own pain or frustration with your kid? Don't just make their favorite meal 
or buy them a new game. It is important as parents, they need to see that model. They need to see that example. Apologize, make it right, and keep going. Talk with your kid. It's your child. They love you. You see insecurity. You see guilt. They see their love for you. There will be grace for you. Fam, I'm going to wrap up right here. I've heard a teacher explain it this way, that we make marriage and parenting seem to be this never-ending ride of bliss and cuddles and giggles. And yet our deepest hurts and our greatest pains will likely come from those two spaces, our spouses and our children. So we do a disservice when we make raising kids more romantic than it is. But we do the same disservice when we only focus on the parts of parenting that sucks or are completely inconvenient. We've all been around that one person who can't find one kind thing to say about parenting. Perhaps you've been there. I know I have. But this is why I wanted to talk about parenting today, because this is an area where the lies we tell ourselves, they won't just cripple us. They'll also cripple our kids. There's nothing wrong with embracing the fun part of parenting, because for real, There is nothing more dope than being able to connect with your kid and have fun with your kid. Those moments I live for. As long as you're willing to embrace the less fabulous parts of parenting when they enter the chat. And they do enter the chat. But likewise, there's nothing wrong with being a realist about what it takes to be a good parent. As long as you don't resist the joy that comes with your children too even if that emotional connection feels foreign to you. Here's the last quote I have about parenting for you. It's from Peter Klaus, and he said this, Parenthood, it's about guiding the next generation and forgiving the last. Maybe you're listening and you're about to be a new parent, and all of this feels very, very strange and different, and it's exciting but also overwhelming. Or, Maybe you've been parenting and in your journey, you're finding that you're having these moments of rage or bitterness or confusion or frustration because parenting your children, it's causing some memories to flood of what your own childhood was like. Fam, it's time to do the soul work you need to do to be the parent your child needs you to be. And you can. You can. You can have the hard conversations. You can go to therapy. You can let that wound go because you can heal. You can forgive her for what she didn't do. And you can forgive him for what he did. You can overcome it and be an excellent parent to your kid. You can do the work. And we all can because we're doing it together. Day by day. Diaper by diaper. Moment by moment. Trusting and walking in truth. And we know what truth does, right? It makes us free. And that's what we're doing on this show. We're getting free, man. So what are we walking with? While parenting is expensive and we have to be what we want to see in the life of our kids, we also know that we are loved beyond measure by children who want more of us than stuff. So parents, be encouraged. Be encouraged. Our wholeness will bless the next generation. Thank you for being with me today. It was my joy to be with you. 
If you're listening and you found value in the show, I want to invite you to subscribe for more episodes delivered freely to your device each week. And I'd be honored if you'd leave us a rating and review of the show. That's a huge help to us. So thank you. Will you share this episode with a parent who may need it? Thank you, fam. I appreciate you. Now visit sanpope.com, that's S-A-H-N-P-O-P-E, for merch and more thoughts. And I'll see you on the interwebs at sanpope, where my DMs are open if you ever want to holler or share some parenting tips. I will take all of them. Thank you. (laughs) Well, that's it for me, fam. I'm signing off right here. Remember, you're only going to hear one of two statements on that fateful day. Well done or depart from me. Let's live accordingly. Love you. Talk soon.